circumstances grow out of thought as a progressive and evolving being man is where he is that he may learn that he may grow and as he learns the spiritual lesson which any circumstance contains for him it passes away and gives place to the other circumstances man is buffeted by circumstances so long as he believes himself to be the creator of outside conditions but when he realizes that he is the creating power and that he may command the hidden soil and seeds of his being out of which circumstances grow he then becomes the rightful master of himself that circumstances grow out of the thought every man knows who has for any length of time practiced self control and self purification for he will have noticed that the alteration in his circumstances has been in exact ratio with his altered mental condition so true is this that when a man earnestly applies himself to remedy the defects of his character and makes swift and marked progress he passes rapidly through the succession of vicissitudes the soul attracts that which is secretly harbors that which it loves and also that which it fears it reaches the height of its cherished aspirations it falls to the level of its unchastened desires and circumstances are the means by which the soul receives its own every thought seed sown on allowed to fall into the mind and to take root there produces its own blossoming sooner or later into act and bearing its own fruitage of opportunity and circumstance good thoughts bear good fruit bad thought bad fruit the outer world of circumstance shape itself to the inner world of thought and both pleasant and unpleasant external conditions are factors which make for the ultimate good of the individual as the reaper of his own harvest man learns both by suffering and bliss following the innermost desires aspirations thoughts by which he allows himself to be the dominated pursuing the willow the wisp of impure imaginings or steadfastly walking the highway of strong and high endeavor a man at last arrives at their fruition and fulfillment in the outer conditions of his life the laws of growth and adjustment everywhere obtains justice is exact a man does not come to the alms house or the jail by the tyranny of fate or circumstance but by the pathway of groveling low thoughts and base desires 
nor does a pure minded man fall suddenly into crime by stress of any mere external force the criminal thought had long been secretly fostered in the heart and the hour of opportunity revealed its gathered power circumstance does not make the man it reveals him to himself no such conditions can exist as descending into vice and its attendant sufferings apart from the vicious inclinations or ascending into virtue and its pure happiness without the continued cultivation of virtuous aspirations and man therefore as the lord and master of thought is the maker of himself the shaper and author of environment even at birth the soul comes to its own and through every step of its earthly pilgrimage it attracts those combinations of conditions which reveal itself which are the reflections of its own purity and impurity its strength and weakness men do not attract that which they want but that which they are their whims fancies and ambitions are thwarted at every step but their inmost thoughts and desires are fed with their own food be in foul or clean the divinity that shapes our ends is in ourselves it is in our very self only himself manacles man thought and action are the gearlords of fate they imprison being base they are also the angles of freedom they liberate being noble not what he wishes and prays for does a man get but what he justly earns his wishes and prayers are only gratified and answered when they harmonize with his thoughts and actions in the light of this truth what then is the meaning of fighting against circumstances it means that a man is continually revolting against an effect without while all the time he is nourishing and preserving its cause in his heart that cause may take the form of a conscious vice or an unconscious weakness but whatever it is it stubbornly retards the efforts of its possessor and thus calls aloud for remedy examples of ignorance men are anxious to improve their circumstances but are unwilling to improve themselves they therefore remain bound the man who does not shrink from self crucifixion can never fail to accomplish the object upon which his heart is set this is as true of earthly as of heavenly things even the man whose sole object is to acquire wealth must be prepared to make great personal sacrifices 
before he can accomplish his object and how much more so he who would realize a strong and well poised life here is a man who is wretchedly poor he is extremely anxious that his surroundings and home comforts should be improved yet all time he shrinks his work and considers he is justified in trying to deceive his employer on the ground of the insufficiency of his wages such a man does not understand the simplest rudiments of those principles which are the basic of true prosperity and is not only totally unfitted to rise out of his wretchedness but is actually attracting to him self a still deeper wretchedness by dwelling in and acting out indolent deceptive and unmanly thoughts here is a rich man who is the victim of a painful and persistent disease as the result of gluttony he is willing to give large sums of money to get rid of it but he will not sacrifice his gluttonous desires he wants to gratify his taste of rich and unnatural viands and have his health as well such a man is totally unfit to have health because he has not yet learned the first principles of a healthy life here is an employer of labor who adopts crooked measures to avoid paying the regulation wage and in the hope of making larger profits reduces the wages of his work people such a man is altogether unfitted for prosperity and when he finds himself bankrupt both as regards reputation and riches he blames circumstances not knowing that he is the sole author of his condition i have introduced these three cases merely as an illustrative of the truth that man is the causer though nearly always and unconsciously of the circumstances and that whilst aiming at the good end he is continually frustrating its accomplishment by encouraging thoughts and desires which cannot possibly harmonize with that end such cases could be multiplied and varied almost indefinitely but this is not necessary as the reason can if he who resolves trace the action of the laws of thought and his own mind and life and until this is done mere external facts cannot serve as the ground of reasoning Thank you.